0: to the group podcast by Cine Guild, with HR4K and Contact Coffee. Right, we are recording. Good morning, everybody. We are back, uh, me and Ben. So, good morning, Ben. Good
1: morning, mate. How are you doing? I'm
0: oh, not too bad, mate. I um, have
1: actually been up quite a while now in readiness for this. Yeah. Um but obviously, because it's Easter, um, the kids are in the house and I've managed to screw myself away into the bedroom now that the kids and the dogs and the missus have left the bedroom. So I am prepped for this in the best <laughs> way someone who's stuck in the house with the kids on Easter Leave can be prepped for this. To and I've been up- <laughs> Easter leave is, there, <laughs> is That's what right, you just Easter said, leave. You I know, what, a mate, a what a loser. I know, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> giving giving leave to myself now. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty sad. And I, I mean, I don't use all these these Webster's terminologies all the time, you know. I just did then. I just did then. I
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know. But you know, we um, you know we got to put on a chat that you don't use in like everyday conversation when you're saying it around people who really yeah. have no clue, nor more importantly, no interest. Yeah. Um, in your shit-dits about, you know, one time I was on exercise.
0: I say Roger too often. I've said, I say Roger way too often in conversations with civilian people who have no idea, who's like, look at me like, eh. it's just, it really annoys me when I do it. It pisses me off. Yeah, in text like, messages. The, I, I In text messages, someone yeah.
1: says something to me and I reply with R-G-R, yeah. or just with the letter C, yeah. and then I work out, do they know what that, uh shortened version is
0: yeah
1: and then i think actually do they even know what the whole thing is
0: no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you just see they think you're calling them a cunt <laughs> yeah yeah or just being
1: bloody lazy yeah, see. whatever yeah okay wow. so i think i think adjusting the thing is these are like your these are like your safe places i think <laughs> where you go back to where you feel comfort in in that terminology you know you're like, it's. I think they're the one thing that I I believe we're still allowed to have.
0: Yeah.
1: As um, as vets, um, you can still have our little terminologies, but really, it's our duty to adjust and adapt and get back into society. Yeah. But it is one of those little things, you know.
0: But if you're talking with your mates who have also from that background, then it's natural that you just slip into it. Yeah, that Because every little group has slang or whatever, have their own language. It's just, yeah, it's when it, you notice yourself in a group with no other people from your previous background in it. and Yeah, they're talking in, in a strange way. And then that can sometimes, some people will do that either. I've seen it happen. Some people will do that deliberately so that they'll then be asked. What was that? Oh, yeah. oh, 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 well, actually, <laughs> when I was in so-and-so, this yeah, is how we yeah. use the talk, but that's, that's just turns. Did I tell, did I tell you
1: that I've been? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, Chantel did a really good thing the other day. I was, um I was commenting on uh, Chantel Taylor's post. Cause I, I, I'm a big fan of Chantel. Yeah. And um, uh, I've, I've no, I've no, I don't know her really personally. we we've, We've met up a couple of times. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, uh, unfortunately, bad circumstances due to funerals and things. Uh, but I'll pass across. And I, as you know, I'm a big fan of the REMC due to my my dad's background and my, yeah. my friend's background and my brother's background, actually. Um, and uh, I said uh, she was on uh, Chris uh, Chris Ryan's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, good one. You know, uh, Chantel's a top bloke. And then she put, uh, yeah, I'm like the Uncle Albert.
0: seem like just
1: spinning war dits on every podcast (laughs) I appreciate that I thought that was kind of good I think when you can start looking back at yourself and and you can have a laugh at yourself as as essentially that we all are we are Uncle Alberts yeah you know there is something Something there with with, with Uncle Alberts, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I do need to watch myself. I don't. I've probably got to stop calling my wife Sunray.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah long-haired General. Right, yeah. Look, that's that. That seems to be one that gets banded around quite a lot long, in long-haired General, <laughs> yeah. quite often. We've not got concert coffee this morning because they're too busy. So they're too busy in different ways. Luke's too busy because he is. In the final preparations for their opening of their Macarthur Glenn thing with their their Land Rover down in there.
1: Brilliant, amazing! It's yeah. a really good, really good business model, here. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like the first time they've, they've done it, and I think it's it's one of those things that you can, if it works, you can they could have them all over the place. So it's it's a big mm. step for them, and they've they've invested a lot of time in it. So Luke is uh, Luke is facing that one up this morning and doing the, the final. Shit! Before that goes live Monday, um, Nick's busy for a different reason. You'd think, seeing as he's off currently, the Nick would be down helping Luke, but he's not. He's uh, he's gone to meet up with one of our other mates who runs Stoic. So uh, yeah, he's gone down there for. A bit but he's
1: had t- he's had time to text message and give us some shit this morning. Oh, which absolutely, is he good. has.
0: But yeah, he's been on being mean this morning. That's standard Nick. Uh, yeah, I that thing he put in the WhatsApp group about have you know, maybe we should talk this morning about how hr 4 k started they and sex started that was so dry i I, I literally had no idea it's like are you taking the we talk about that all the time so are you taking the piss or have you genuinely just not heard us talk about that somehow i think it's, it's so, is it possible to communicate with him
1: but also this is the number one problem that everyone every day faces is I don't know why they call it text. Because it, it's it lacks context. That's the problem. Is I that don't. you know you 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 send a message and then you are like. I mean, I, I was talking to someone the other day and I was, like, are they being flippant? Are they being a yeah, yeah
0: yeah? Are they
1: being a funny bugger? And then I had to get my missus to read it, and then she read it from her different you know different opinion, and, mm-hmm. and she was like, no no, that's that's a cool that's a cool message. I was like, okay, because sometimes I think you you automatically go to a default as a negative. Kind of what the reply or what would be.
0: Yeah. So you can actually you see that. how this runs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, certainly me and, uh, me and David, my business partner, huh. we have moments where we just ramp it up from nowhere, you know, like this argument. And it came out as a, well, no, because you're, you're fucking gobbling off. And he was like, no, I just let you know that this is happening or something. <laughs> very Very basic, very, you know, very simple. Yeah. And I've gone, no, <laughs> you insult my family.
0: <laughs>
1: my honor. Uh, you know. Hey, you know, you kind of go, kind of go to town on it. Um, I
0: think that's why people have got some voice messages though, isn't it? Like that happens quite often. Like, if I can't give you a, a sentence, that's just an easy like response. I have started doing the voice messages thing. I think people, so some people are a real fan of phone calls, aren't they? I, I really dislike phone calls. Uh, I've always disliked them. Um, I can deal with the fact that some people will ring me, you ring me occasionally, and I will answer because you know, you're my friend and I will talk to you. <laughs> yeah, if, if a random person rings me, i just not, I'm not cool with it. So I think that's why people like text originally. It's because they had they have you have control over the conversation in a way. But then the voice yeah. message that a lot of people have gone to now, Hugh K is hideous for it. Um, that's a bit of both, because you can record your voice message, and then someone can reply to you. And instead of having to offer a reply, this is why I think people like it. Instead of having to offer a reply on the spot, you can listen to them, try and work out what's going, think about your response, and then send them a reply. I think that's why yeah. people like it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, we 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 I know we've we've done it because as she said, it's easier to um get your get your point across without sounding flippant without coming across the wrong way yeah. i think you can then put context um you know the way you're sort of talking i i think they're perfect um i have received one off a mate of mine recently that's five minutes long yeah uh, i haven't got round to listening to, listen we don't to it listen to at it the yet. moment no not not yet i haven't yeah just i just haven't got around to i should do i just haven't got around but the thing is um <laughs> It's one of those things now where I think, you know, as I said, you know, Easter, Easter is is now I've got the kids trying to get into work. Um, everything's opening up at the moment. Mm-hmm. The time is just, you know, it's just not there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so it's kind of playing catch up. And I think now with certainly with text messages, I've got friends of mine who never reply with it and it takes them days. And I wonder if it's almost a point they put across to make them seem far more edgy and kind of in control than they really are. Yeah. Uh, as opposed, to just answer the fucking message, mate. You know, I've just texted yeah. you. You can see I've texted you. Yeah. But then sometimes, so what I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't tend to answer any numbers I don't recognise. No, I, I don't do um, And also um, I've done like on the WhatsApp, I just take my blue ticks off. Mm. Just because what I don't want is someone to expect a reply if I'm unable to do it, and it's just really it's politeness. I just don't want to be rude by not being able to answer if, if I can do. Um, mm. Yeah, first of all, problems, eh? First of all, problems yeah, receiving it... text messages.
0: <laughs> it's true, but it's it is it is kind of well, I don't know. It's, it's semi interesting, I think, by people like, because I I'm pretty good for answering straight away, even if I just go bear with me, or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm I really, do the same. I'll yeah, always acknowledge. Reasonably good for... Tend to acknowledge. Yeah. But if you have, someone did a bit about this. Some comedian did a bit about how rude a phone call is. You're basically just ringing somebody and effectively an, an alarm is going off in your pocket and someone's saying, talk to me, talk to me now, talk to me now, talk to me now. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's yeah.
1: I, I do quite enjoy... Sometimes I quite enjoy if you can structure, yeah, we'll get a call at this time. Uh, me and my yeah. mate Ian do that. We say, like, let's call later on in the week. We know that yeah. it's coming. You can put some time aside for your friends and actually dedicate that time as opposed to, I mean, yesterday there was two people who are very close to me. And I'm like, look, can I call you back? Yeah. And, you know, but that's, it's just the way it is. But, you know, text messages, it's, it's the new form of communication. It's the form of communication. We do it with our parents. We do it with our mm you know, kids, we do it with everything. So it's just, again, goes back to managing your time, your day, and, and how you yeah. do it. I mean, it's obviously going back to that point of your phone ringing in your pocket. Sometimes you're having a conversation with someone in person, yeah. your phone's going, yeah, and you then have to make the choice, is this phone call more important than actually spending this, yeah. in, these, you know, real life moments with this individual? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is, unfortunately, because, you know, either whether it's a family thing or whether it's a work thing, um, I try not to. If my phone goes, I leave it. If mm-hmm. I'm in a conversation with someone, I try and leave it. Absolutely. Obviously, yeah. it's, it's my kids and it's it gets answered.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can probably um, look at it. If we put it went in my pocket, I would look to see what it was. I'd feel bad doing that. I'd apologise to the person. Two seconds, mate. Sorry. Okay. And I would probably put it back in the pocket because
1: it is, it's, but it's Apple watches you see with the Apple watches or the smart watches you're having a conversation with someone they can feel it vibrate and they look at their watch and you go sorry am I am I fucking nauseating I mean because
0: at the end of the day I'm just saying yeah (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) every time Um, but at the end of the day if you watch you know it's gone off in your pocket you know it's a message. just wait just wait wait till I've finished boring you yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for I've consumed your time that you will never
0: ever get back exactly exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, like this pod like this podcast
0: <laughs> that's why we do it that's yeah, why that's we do why it, we do it. Yeah. um okay that was a, a weird tangent but uh <laughs> Uh what are we going to talk about? Yeah, BFPS started this
1: week, didn't you? What was the score with that? I did yeah. Professional. Uh, so um, well, uh so BFPS are doing some really good stuff now. I think they're trying to modernize themselves. Well, they are modernizing themselves, they get some new blood in, and they've brought in a load of uh ex-service personnel hmm. from. I mean, some of these guys left in the late 70s as well. Okay. Uh, people who've been away, got some skills hmm. from other um uh, areas, other industries, and then brought it back. Uh, essentially, what they're trying to do is that um, just getting new blood into BFBS, mm-hmm. not necessarily young blood, but new blood. That's yeah. that's the thing, you know. You get people in who've been outside, experienced life outside. I mean, we've all seen BFBS. Uh, you know, I was talking to them yesterday and saying how essentially they've got a captive audience, so there is zero reason for them to deliver. Poor content, mm. really. Mm. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, over the years, it feels like Radio Norfolk, it yeah. feels like you know, it's the Chaddist.
0: Which should probably say actually, I've ever is, seen for people who for civvies who are listening to this, it's British Forces Broadcasting Service, so it's like the military's TV service. That's the idea, it's like their TV channel. So, some people won't know.
1: Yeah okay so yeah, yeah uh, quite agree so and yeah. obviously when you're on tour or on ship or or whatever sometimes that is the only channel you, you get and it's a it feels yeah. a little bit like a bit of propaganda there's obviously a messages mm-hmm. getting pushed in there by the headshed mm-hmm. there is some good stuff in there that they do however obviously the level of talent isn't always there
0: mm-hmm.
1: certainly from the uh, the content and also the people who are delivering it mm-hmm. um it kind of feels like Uh, For anyone who's been down the West Country, certainly back in like the 80s and the early 90s, it was like that really dodgy kind of like paired uh, interviewees uh, with Basil Brush popping up every now and again. It was just Mm. really Chad. Um, So I think they've identified this, realised that they're not really appealing to people now. Certainly on tours, you've got more access to... uh, the internet, you, you can get online, you can watch mm-hmm. YouTube. Um, so yeah, so they're really trying to kind of put new life into it. So they've 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 put these um, courses on now for veterans to get into the industry.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: Um, and yesterday uh, we had uh, uh, Chris Smiley come down, uh, which I think you met Chris before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris is a former uh, bootneck. Uh, and rmp that uh, got into media he came down to our veteran business day mm-hmm. um which is which he really enjoyed and uh, and off the back of that he's really supported hr 4k and, and also everything else um so uh these are guys and girls that are trying to get into um into media and they've been given a number of uh, projects to do. And yesterday, the project was on uh, Harry and mcgar and Justin. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we know Justin from your previous mm-hmm. podcast as well. So, two people who unfortunately are injured. However, that isn't their unique selling point. No. These two are, these are two people who they are injured, but, and they were in the military.
0: Yeah.
1: And they've got over, they're getting over it. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, their unique selling point isn't the fact that I'm a fucking injured veteran. No. And, you know, um, and they said, look, you know, I've, I've been out longer than I was in before, you know, so yeah. my life's gone on. So these guys are looking at climbing Everest, which is amazing. So we're hopefully HR4K is going to support that as well. Cool. Um, and a... Uh, Obviously, we know the two lads; they're friends of ours. That's why mm-hmm. we're supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the attitude. I love the fact that what they're trying to do is be something other than a soldier, an ex-soldier. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like. Um, and and it's interesting to see where they're going to go with it. So BFBS, they came down. They had, I mean, more cameras and more people than you can shake a shitty stick out, and it was mm-hmm. fantastic. And um, and what I quite like about this, uh, certainly for our HQ in Hereford was people are using deliberately using the space for something yeah.
0: yeah
1: um so yes you know you come down enjoy a brew yes come down join the gym do fizz mm-hmm. that's 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 mega and that's what we want all the time but also i like the fact that people have said you know let's utilize this space
0: That's got character
1: uh, uh, yeah let's utilize the space and let's use something to produce something else out of it and you know we don't charge for that you know, people can come down, and it's good for us. It's good for them. Yeah, it's good for building those networks. So, yeah, it was. A, I think it was an absolute success yesterday. Um, Look good. It was also an opportunity for us to have a chat um, about some projects that we'd like to do with BFPS going forward. Okay. Um. Uh. Much more to talk about with that before we can kind of yeah, drop yeah. that. Um. But yeah, really potentially exciting. Certainly if, if BF. Yes, is going to be broadcasting on multiple platforms. It could be a really, really interesting thing for, for all parties.
0: That's cool. I was just yeah, saying, yeah, I've, I've met cool. Justin, I've not met him. I've been in the same room as I, but I've never spoke to Justin. Yeah, Justin. they're cool. Yeah. yeah, they're both really well. They did Mount Blanc, didn't they? Was it the last they thing they did, did yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did, yeah. So um, they're in a position now where they're looking for support to climb Everest. Okay. But also I think this is a really good opportunity for those two characters who've got big character. Yeah. um, Who can, they want to create something. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're in a position where they want to create, they want to brand themselves um, in something enduring going forward. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a really exciting time for those guys. So Everest... You know, excuse the pun, but Everest isn't their Everest. If mm. that makes any sense, yeah, yeah. Everest is very much something that brings them together, that they can work together, and off the back of that, then they can find what uh, what they want to do going forward.
0: That's cool because I, I it's, yeah, it's a, very cool. It's very it's it's also the thing like you were saying about not you know playing off the fact that they uh, they don't have it. You know, they've got no fucking legs. You know what I mean? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's what people do. That, that, Luckily for them, I, mean, I, I, I would assume Harry's probably the same. But Justin, Justin talks very well. You know what I mean? He's not. I think the point I'm trying to make is, they're not. He's not a charisma vacuum. So there's people who would be trying to do the type of things that I suspect they're going to try and do, who won't be quite so successful because they will be constantly playing on the fact that they have a physical injury, uh, and not actually mm. just getting on with the. What they're doing by the strength of their character and the fact that actually they they're, they're always I to listen to, but you can have a conversation. They say interesting things. They're not you know what I mean. You're not just yeah, uh, yeah. completely just a, a person completely agree. Excuse the pun. Standing on you know things he's done in the past. Uh, yeah, yeah, good guys. Yeah. I I really liked Justin when he turned up, and he 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 was literally in the rifle right for about ten minutes, but was yeah. um, what a crow. Yeah, well they, yeah, he would admit that himself, but he was he was marked yeah. out as somebody who would have been very successful uh had he have been able to stay in.
1: Oh absolutely, yeah. I mean you, know you can I mean? see that with both of those those guys. You can yeah. see that.
0: Don't know if he's like, shit, uh, I just I've not met him, so no. You
1: know I mean? But you can see that with both of those guys. Yeah. Um yeah, I quite agree with agree with you. The I think the, the fact that um that their amputees has brought them together. Mm -hmm. and it gives them two people who are paired with similar challenges to Mm -hmm. be able to do what they want to do going forward but what I I find awesome is the fact that they are looking to do something else and uh, we've seen that with quite a few guys you know I, I think I don't think the individual was the problem um you know obviously I didn't suffer with with any injuries myself, mm-hmm. nor you. No. Uh, I was at Headley Court in 2009 uh, after falling off a building. I, I broke my leg, put my femur through my leg in 2009, mm-hmm. uh, and it was at the height of when the rifles got badly hit.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, when I was at Selly Oak, um, it was interesting because I they had like a cover unit behind my bed, and I never saw that because I couldn't turn around because I had this broken leg, and the the, the wards were packed, absolutely packed and um so no one know knew who I was or what it was I, I think it turned around and I was in I think I was in a, a line unit or a, an armored unit or something yeah and I wondered why like people coming past and nodded me and like you know sort of saying oh I'm in I'm in such and such a unit I was like oh that's that's cool you know I <laughs> never really got it and then it wasn't yeah. until I could actually move a little bit I could see what sort of cover unit they had me had me yeah. under um and the copious amounts of tramadol that I was on as well probably didn't help. Um but uh yeah I was I was in I was in hospital I met some really good guys who who become really good friends of mine uh, mm-hmm. since then uh and I've seen uh, some tragic stuff I've, I saw some uh guys that come back briefly after being injured one was an uh, an EOD guy mm-hmm. came back briefly after being injured went back out and and unfortunately died. Mm-hmm. Uh I've also Uh, seen guys that have come in have done amazing on their recovery because their mental attitude and then I've also seen other people who um, uh, sort of fell apart. Mm -hmm. You know, sad things where young guys got young girlfriends and the girlfriends have just rinsed them for their cash. Yeah. Uh, You know, they didn't want to be with someone who was like them, that was quite happy to take the cash. And and these are very tragic stories. And also, um, you know, the, the parents and the mothers and girlfriends are coming in. And I'll be honest with you, it was an, it was an absolute honour to be mm-hmm. amongst these people. Um, and and as I, I talked to you before, it was it was an even more of an honour to go out on the ground, being from UKSF, on the ground with the guys and experiencing yeah. some of the bits they had. Um, but what uh, I was getting at is Headley Court, uh, Court and the whole Help the Heroes piece back in those days. I could see what they're trying to do, but it was a double edged sword that couldn't have ever been predicted. Mm-hmm. It was a double edged sword where they wanted to highlight the situation these guys and girls are in mm-hmm. uh, through losing limbs or being injured or burnt, mental illness, head injuries, ache, whatever the injury was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help the Heroes, I think, did a fantastic job, as we all know they did, um, and, and still do in some many cases, uh, and what Headley Court was doing. But unfortunately, it put these guys and girls on a pedestal mm-hmm. that really didn't give them many options coming off the pedestal. Well, very options that they weren't presented necessarily options off the pedestal. Um I believe that um so you know, we talked about this before. Some of these guys and girls who got injured were scroats before they got injured. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's the you know, we are a cross section of society. Yeah, and some yeah. Some of them were very good, um, and obviously how they dealt with post injury was seen. We we saw, uh, you know, parents of some of these kids coming in and just trying to rinse the system of anything they could get, as mm-hmm. opposed to being there because their child was injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son's a hero. He deserves this. He deserves mm-hmm. that. He deserves that. Well, you know, there's only a, a limited resources to go around. Yeah. I saw, I saw some of the staff at Headley Court, uh, some of the um, uh, orderly staff. They were loving the attention. They were at every football game. They were at every every time a celebrity turned up to Headley Court. They were there with the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they probably enjoyed it a little bit too much at the yeah. time. Um, there was many problems with Headley Court. I mean, it, it, you still had a, a, a hospital there that was people sedexo was doing the food, and it was still really poor food, mm-hmm. considering you're you're trying to put nutrients back into the. Anyway, going back, yeah. So I think these these guys and girls were kind of put on a, a pedestal, um, and then we saw that with Invictus Games. It was like, hey, let's let's do the Invictus Games and get these guys who are injured and do something. And the intentions are great, but how do you come off that? Yeah, you know, you're not going to be a professional football player, a uh, 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 you know, professional sprinter. You're not going to be a professional. This,
0: yeah, majority odds anyway, the vast majority. No, exact,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm not saying it's false hope, but yeah. I think maybe it was a bit of. I think, with hindsight, expectation management could have been better.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Tom is a great example of someone who was put on such a massive pedestal, certainly with Mm. the Millie Awards, um, the people he met, the Dakar, the Top Gear stuff and everything else. Yeah, I literally watched that last night. I saw
0: that episode. Yeah, I randomly
1: saw
0: that episode last night,
1: yeah. And then he stepped away because he knew that it wasn't good for him because that isn't necessarily a career. There's only going to be so long. Um, And I think that's the same thing with with Harry and uh, Justin. You know, they... Mm they were put on this pedestal, they were seen as the these injured people, but that's not how they are defined. No. Or should be defined, you know?
0: Yeah, they're, but they're, they're both individuals who, if they still had their legs, would still be able to go and do those things. You know what I mean? It just happens that yeah. they now have the inconvenience of not having legs, mm. you know what I mean? Because they're those, they, like I say, I've not met Harry, but I've, I can only talk about Justin. I, you can tell when you meet him that he is that sort of guy. He, he, he would climb Everest. He's would. he he's got the work ethic, uh, all of those things. He would achieve very good things, but now he just has the ball ache of not having any legs, but that's just how it is. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're both strong men. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, probably more so, but they train. I mean, uh, I, I I had my arms around one of them yesterday, but I was like bloody hell. Yeah. Beefcake. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, (laughs) I (laughs) enjoyed (laughs) it. Went in for for another grab. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so, so yeah, I think, um, I think there's some really good points there about uh, what happened in 2009 and after 2009. Uh, I do, as I said, believe that all of this was done with good intentions. Yeah. Um, I just think no one could, you, you know, you can, never, you can never predict the human factor of any of these things. Of course not. Uh, yeah, because there's always a scrote, there's always a shit, there's always something that's got to ruin it. Uh, and also society and culture. Um, where we are now, it's, there's an interesting thing as well, I think, about this new Ranger Regiment. Uh, setting up and I think uh, we talked about before where the attitudes of of certainly the military in the public eye Mm -hmm. I think over the last 10 years we've we've almost victimized ourselves um, where we've you know we've basically said if you're in the army you've got mental health issues if you're in the army you're you know this and it's almost I think Although we raised highlight to the fact that there are issues that men and women suffer,
0: yeah,
1: I think, I think that's the way we're portrayed now isn't what we we need going forward. Yeah. We still need the stiff upper lip. Uh, yeah. I agree. You with can the term. Like, you can do both. Yeah, the other way. yeah,
0: you can do both. So I do agree. I,
1: I agree with the term "man up." I think you do need a man up. Yeah, um, and I you think, can man up as a
0: chick. Yeah yeah, yeah exactly that's yeah. what i'm saying
1: you're in yeah. the you're in the military you should be someone that people look to uh you know if, if in time of need like a police officer shit hits the fan who do you look to you look to mm-hmm. someone who's got the training to to support that community and and lead you know i remember a few years ago there was this fat bird uh from the rlc who had an extra pleat put into her trousers um because she was too fat and Jesus. she didn't pass a BPFA. Um, you know, there's people getting MD'd out of the military for, for, for other things, yet people don't get rid of the big fatties. She, yeah. had, she had an extra pleat put in her combat trousers. Unfortunately, she was attached to 16 brigades, so she had a maroon berry tucked into a, you know, like a belt loop. Jesus. Squeezed into a belt loop, sorry. Mm. And um, she was at Asda Garage with the, with the petrol attendant changing her tyre. Jesus Christ right <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the one round a waist and, and changing a tyre oh, and I was just all, I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe that someone in the military who would have who's who would have been trained how to change a tyre yeah. who who also should be someone who's trained in doing the basic things
0: mm-hmm.
1: should be an example
0: yeah I've always I mean, been okay. I've always believed that mate if, if you, the fitness standards are there And if if you don't pass, I'm all for you, everyone has traumas, never has things that happen in their life that means they can go off the boil a bit and things go bad. But you do your fitness tests regularly, you get a warning, you get some help, and then you get fucked off because you can't do your fucking job. It's professionalism, Mm -hmm. you know. And that man we say man up before, the man up thing. Man up is also Fucking saying, I've had fucking, I've got dramas. I need to tap off. You know what I mean? It's yeah, I, I see it that as
1: professionalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think obviously that that term has been taken out of context Sorry. and used badly yeah. uh, by a bunch of libtards and other people who are, who are using those other things as as a, a label. Um, I think it's a perfect term because actually we do, and I quite agree with you. Manning up is actually owning the situation you're in and acknowledging acknowledging you know you know we're running these gyms now I support people who are overweight I'm overweight myself Um, you know I'm not being you know trying to laugh at this girl but she's ridiculous you know she is a perfectly healthy person who has no excuse she's being paid by the taxpayer yet she can't be asked to get off her ass and do anything about it and then in front of the public eye, mm-hmm. she sat there, well, she stood there watching a young car park, a uh, young petrol attendant fix her thing. Now, I believe in chivalry, but I think yeah. I think that's got a bit too, that's bloody laziness on What's her really? part. I know, the But going about- back to the po- <coughs>
0: oh God.
1: no, all I was going to say is going back to the point, and just to stress this, but mm. uh, anyone who's listening is, the point is, is the, you know, this attitude of the military and this victimhood, we should be looking at our soldiers and our, you know, certain police officers and any other people as a public service, mm-hmm. as as a, someone that we can look to for strength yeah. in time of need. That's who we need to. We yeah. don't. We shouldn't be looking at every person who comes through the door as a as someone who's who's suffering or uh, as a victim. Um, so the I think going forward and the reshaping the of the this range, range regiment doing this sort of uh, S-Triple-T uh, training team task yeah. uh, role that they're going into. Uh, you know, I don't believe they're going to do necessarily how it's initially hyped. I think they've got a perfectly good role that they're going into. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an exciting role for people coming up to. It's something to look forward to. Good kit, uh, good options going forward, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a really exciting time, and I think it's a really good time now to start looking at the boys and girls in green in a different light, and also them portraying themselves as the professional army that we should be having.
0: Well, that's it. I that's one of the things that was dropped from the 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 army. Certainly, the army recruiting the whole the professionals because obviously when it changed over from national service or whatever, and being both to just being a professional army. I think that should have been been kept. You know, it's it's it. The it shouldn't be seen as something that you do because you can't do anything else. You know what I mean? Because there is yeah. still a section of society who believe that if you're in the, the, the military in any sh- shape or form, you're potentially a bit of a loser, and you maybe didn't do quite so well in school or whatever. And now you've joined the military because that's your. But
1: who, who, who honestly says that? I mean, generally, the the person who'd come up with that statement is probably an absolute wanker. Well, of course, thinks they're far they're far better than they actually are. Yeah, it's probably yeah, going yeah. to be a very lonely person going forward.
0: Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're absolutely turds. But it's the um, they, the the military should be portrayed as a justifiable career. You know, has a career path. Yeah. And you don't, I'm not somebody who thinks you should stay in forever. Like you can go career if you want to, but I think a few years, I don't see any, you're in the old days. You used to If you did three years and fucked three years and fucked off, like you used to be able to do three years, four years and disappeared. You used to get beasted a little bit by fucking blokes who were still in. And there's, there's a couple of reasons why. It's one, because people were jealous that you'd actually left in those days because it was shit. There was a lot going on. Uh, but it's I don't think there's an issue with that nowadays. You you could go and do five years. Mm-hmm. Learn who you are, learn a bit about yourself, and then go and do a career. I, I personally think it's not a bad thing to do straight out of college. So you do your do, you do your go to I mean go to uni if you want to, but I think you'll be you'll be it's a good idea. Do your GCSEs, do your sixth form or whatever go in some form of service
1: military service go find, it's a great way of finding yourself yes for absolutely. free for absolutely. free really absolutely you know what i mean yeah i mean the, the military all the reserves yeah. in the military is going to take you places that sometimes you may not have been able to afford or thought of going mm-hmm. um i think we talked about this you and i a couple of weeks ago in my opinion obviously um, of looking at an, a form of national service again was to give people another opportunity mm-hmm. uh, that they may not have taken advantage of uh, at school. Certainly, I didn't. I was a, a little shit at school. Same. I wasn't a bad kid. I just didn't really apply myself.
0: Yep, wasn't interesting I
1: Sound like a, um, I feel like I'm actually reading one of my school reports. Uh, doesn't apply himself. Has mm-hmm. so much potential.
0: I'm uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, the same. Yeah. Is that the same? Yeah, mate. Yeah. If
1: he'd only stopped looking out the window, and um, or licking the window in my case, I think most of the time, (laughs) and um, uh, yeah, so you know, it's those opportunities. I think the reserves is a really good place. I'm really encouraging a lot of people that's coming Mm -hmm. through our doors, um, you know, guys who've got out, or even people who didn't join, Mm -hmm. and I'm really encouraging the reserves. Certainly, um, you know, people like uh, reserves like two one two three, HAC. you know some of these units are really good they got some really exciting jobs coming forward mm-hmm. and roles um and i think that could be a niche that could be scratched by going to these organizations yeah, yeah i think i think it's wicked um i also i think that i think the reserves um the opinion of reserves has changed now
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well by regulars uh, certainly in my my view it took me a long time but i think i was from a generation that probably saw them as a little bit chipshot.
0: I think they were when we first joined it. That's probably a bit sweeping but they weren't the same organisation when we first joined that they are now. Well they were the the,
1: Gareth from the office and the DA. That's exactly what they they. were. But they they didn't didn't do anything
0: then. The the Afghan period where people were deploying and you maybe got a slightly higher class of person in because they were aware that they were actually going to go to war instead of just big time at the weekend. You know, you've got those, you've got that level of person, you've got the right sort of person. And that's slowly being taken advantage of and shifted to where they are now, where I think the standard is probably a bit higher.
1: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, so um, what are you got? I mean, we did not, I don't think we've actually spoken about any topic. <laughs> no, we, we didn't
0: talk about what anything you, we went to talk done? about. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we've done it now, mate. We can fuck off really now. <laughs> we've got an hour in the back. Um, <laughs> um,
1: you wanted to talk about um, but from uh,
0: the, the
1: Sanders the, post.
0: Well, no, just from the BFPS thing, I thought that would lead on. Uh, you, you're talking about BFPS, changing how they are and trying to be more competent Mm. and actually do their job properly. Um, I saw, I did a a post on my Instagram stories about uh, a post I saw on the British army Instagram page. And we've we've kind of talked about this day a few times about people needing to get a grip of advertising. And if you want recruitment, you need to make adverts that actually want to recruit people. And we've been down that rabbit hole about snowflake adverts and whatever. Um, but what I I was very frustrated with it. One the thing that annoys me about the the British Army Instagram page is whoever is running that page can, chooses the imagery very very badly. And this was an exact You see this constantly. Uh, and the example that, that I made the post about there was a girl, was a Kurdish girl. Um, she was the first. I think I'm right in saying she was the first Kurdish female to pass through Sandhurst, right? And that's fine. Mega story. Awesome. Aligns with everything, you know, inclusivity and all those things that the, the British Army wants to be able to uh, push. It did all those things, potentially as a post. And there was like three, four images that they used. And there's about three, three or so images that showed her marching around on the parade square or whatever. And she had a very determined she looked she looked cool. She had a very determined, serious look in her eye. Um there were there was nothing wrong with those images. However, the image they chose to use. Uh, which is because I, I would have, I think probably because she was smiling in it. She was in a wood block and had a, so we've had a helmet on instead of a beret, and it was just literally your classic I'm in clip. So it hadn't been adjusted properly, and it was over to one side. So she looked like she was in rag, and all that she looked did like a boot neck. Oh, neck. <laughs> if we do that, we can bully them because they're not here. We can't do anything about it. Um, no, because
1: I know there's a few decks to listen to this, so I just want to make sure that every now and again... Put them in the place. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because they but give it, me enough shit on my personal feed. That's
0: true. Yeah, but it really annoyed me. It really annoyed <coughs> I agree. me because I agree with you. she... There was potential for a really good news story there. And mm-hmm. all they did by choosing that picture... Was absolutely undermine her and any because I if you see something like that you think you're in fucking clip because uh, all what you think about the arguments you're going to get back is oh she's just been left through she's a girl all these bollocks fucking arguments and all they did was justify that by showing a picture of her in clip uh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's probably you know, you don't know what happened. Maybe it's not even a helmet. Maybe she would fucking someone sort of to take a picture's like, right, we need a helmet or a helmet, like yeah, you, but a hel- you don't know what's happened. What it, helmet is it?
1: It looks like it looked like a Mark Six type yeah, helmet exactly. or something. I don't know what and you know that. full well that I mean I I you know I think there's a couple of times when we've we've had to use them. Uh-huh. I think there was a they went through a stage where airborne lids were binned, yeah. um, and you had to use a mark six. And I don't know anyone who can pull off a Mark Six. No, no, no. uh, I've seen a clip there. I've seen a clip there of uh, Brian Woods' uh, TV show, and he's got people in uh, Mark Six, and they've got the chin straps up here. I mean, absolutely spot on how a Mark Six is worn. Well, a real, he's, he's trying to, to show
0: realism, wasn't
1: he? <laughs> yeah, trying to show realism by making sure your chin strap's somewhere by your eyeball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I th- you, no one's going to look good one of those helmets yeah. but you're right i mean it's it's a badly cho- uh, uh chosen thing and also the big problem i mean unless it's an incredibly clever thing known for well it's going to get clickbait and there's going to be people commenting on it uh, which means that they're actually going to go higher in the back of the seo marketing bullshit but actually what we saw was negative yeah. and a bunch of absolute screamers who are commenting oh look at the state of her yeah, but okay, just, we'll actually read the text. Read the text and actually maybe give the break. But this girl is my break. point. It's- this is
0: my point. They don't, they don't read the text, but that's not their fault. That there's two things there. The comments that I saw, you cannot blame <coughs> people. It's not like the, the classic fucking we think that we get on those power edge groups where people are moaning about cat budgets where they just started day. It's not that. It's people who are fucking disappointed and frustrated uh by the the British Army's Instagram page, again showing something okay. that's completely right, I see your point now. That's all it is. They're going down, going, why have you, did-? the comments that I saw, there was a couple of nodded ones, but generally it was, why the fuck have you done this? You've done this again. Why have you chosen this picture? Great. No one cares about that. Because people don't read the-, the caption now. They just attack yeah. the picture and there's no requirement. Yeah, for doing I remember that.
1: seeing one they did before. I think it was, um, I think it was one of the other ones and they had, I think it was PWRR in a woodblock. Mm-hmm. And they all had their face masks on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why are they, you know, why, why, why have they got the face masks on? You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're socially distanced. It just looked, it just looked crap. It just looked like, oh, yeah, yeah but um, because the guy had a pair of cry trousers on, oh, this is a really alley picture. Well, he wouldn't wear that. That's not his mm-hmm. uniform. Mm-hmm. And certainly you've taken a picture of a guy with a, The bloody face mask. Yeah. On. I mean, but but have a think about what it's.
0: Totally. Whoever's running the, the accounts, you should be able to look at a picture. Just like anybody who's fucking been in has done. You should be able to look at a picture and instantly your eyes go, whether you like it or not, whether you're trying to be a knobhead or not. Because you're, look, you're used to looking at people around you for standard professionalism based on how they look at which, whether which their should... pouches
1: are open. Exactly. Uh, dust covers are open.
0: You do that straight away and you can't help it. So whoever's choosing those photos needs to have... That fucking skill in them to go. We can't use that. The fucking punches in shit state. It will detract from the message of the picture. Can't use that. We're trying to make a locality, it's got a fucking BFA on. You know what I mean? That's so simple, yep. and I don't understand why they can't do it. And I find it incredibly frustrating.
1: Well, probably because some Rupert has just paid some civilian a ridiculous amount of money yep. to fuck it up. Yeah, which is what they normally do. Totally some wrong. some Rupert who's who probably couldn't get a job in his own unit, got posted to some media outlet within the British <laughs> Army's thingy because he can't get a job in his own unit because he's not good enough. And then he pays small fortune to some marketing company that's going to pull the British Army's pants down.
0: Totally. Standard. About right. and, I, you know, mate, you know. I could fucking do it in my spare time. Seriously, yeah. I could sit here and they could just send me the image and I'll, I'll do British Army shit for me. Give me the gent, give me a picture, I'll make sure it's decent. I am um, going back to that Kurd piece. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, I um, uh, I was I was very fortunate to do some work with the Kurds, and the Kurds, unfortunately, have had a bad gig. They've yeah. had a bad gig over many many years. Not only just yeah. from previously with Saddam, also there's historic stuff within Turkey. Um, you know, we saw this uh, these last uh, campaigns with ISIS where the Kurds were the only ones who had the testicles and I'm talking <coughs> about the women as well to yep. stand up and actually fight the Iraqis they had 40,000 troops hidden in Baghdad and they wouldn't actually come up this crap about Mosul and all the other stuff it's not true they were refusing to come up and they actually wanted the might of the American army and the Kurds to do mm-hmm. the work and then afterwards they then wanted the Kurds to fuck off and they wanted their land back
0: Yeah. Sounds so the that.
1: Kurds are the ones who saved the day um, you know I won't go into details. So that's that's obviously something we've always said we won't do. But, mm-hmm. you know, we've been in the thick of it with these guys and girls, and they are hard bastards. They are absolute warriors um, with intent. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, these a lot, many of these are civilians that are just pulled together and just patriotic and want to save their country. Yeah. Um, And then obviously the other side of it is, you know, it's very difficult politically how we support the Kurds because Mm -hmm. then on one side you're trying to get the Turks to be supportive and they're obviously trying to mass, you know, bomb the Kurds into the Stone Age. And then the other side, you're trying to work with the Kurds to defend and fight off ISIS. It was a very, very complicated period Mm -hmm. um, with these guys. Um, We did some training with them uh and um it was quite difficult because i mean it was like a partner force thing so some of the people you were getting in you know they were they were running fish and chip shops in i don't know in wolverhampton yeah. you know a few weeks ago and now they're coming down and now they're soldiers and for some of them it was really difficult as we all know on training team tasks it's very difficult for them to retain information uh-huh. um culturally as well uh, many of them needed time off um, and we were going back over things. I, m- I remember on a report I, I wrote, um, and my closing statement was, um, you know, they with great will uh, and determination, um, however, at the end of the day, you can't polish a curd. And, and uh, I know that was a bit of a joke, but the point was, when you're, when you're dealing with the, groups, uh, the ground roots with these partner forces, and we've all seen it, yeah, I mean, look at the video of the Afghans trying to do like star jumps. Do you remember that? Yeah. That video of the Afghans doing yeah. star jumps. We'd seen it when we, I mean, it's just diabolical. The stuff you're going on. You know. I remember there's one guy, an Afghan uh, guy, who said that he was allergic to water because every time he drank it, it came out of his skin. You know, yeah. That's the sort of stuff you kind of deal with. You, you know, people don't realize that. Yeah. I mean, I know you guys on the press, press on the uh, patrol, patrols you guys were doing. Uh, you were yeah, seeing I mean, some pretty...
0: There are some epic guys as well, though. There are some guys who... Oh, absolutely. I, I know guys who I thought would fucking badge. <clears throat> I've worked with a couple of uh, Afghan guys. I thought, you are a better soldier than me. <laughs> you are much better soldier than me. Yeah. Not many, but there were, you can't fucking take it over from them completely. I think it's easy.
1: It's e- it's easy as as a Western soldier, you often put yourself, um, you automatically put yourself above some of yeah. these people, uh, because obviously the kit and your background and and everything no. else. But you know, these people are warriors. I mean, at the end of the day, these are people who wanted defend their country yep. and got up and 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 took the call to arms. I don't think you'd see that with many people in the UK. Uh, like you would have done with with these guys and girls, um, you know these people are absolutely in the fight to save what what was you know what was precious to them,
0: yeah.
1: and the world really turned their back on them. Uh, so seeing this this girl come up to Sandhurst, I think it's amazing. I'd like mm-hmm. to see more work with the Kurds. I think yeah. they're amazing people, um, you know, and they deserve all the respect that they that they get. Um, I remember one. A one partner force it was a, in a different part of the world and um and they were that sort of typical kind of like indigenous force who were all, were all like, military rock stars and uh, i remember being on a line of departure with them and there was a guy on a bun line uh he had sunglasses and this was this was like before first light he was on a line of departure on a bun line um he was the commander and he, he had um, like a loose bit of belt kit on, uh, sunglasses, a bandana, and he was <laughs> a cigarette in the dark <laughs> before him his men on the charge. And it was just like, it, it was almost stereotypical. You'd imagine one of these sort of yeah, indigenous yeah. partner forces. But, you know, the as I said, the, the passion and determination, or whatever you want to call it, you know, the uh, in these people is 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 I was in awe you know
0: yeah yeah. when you
1: compare it to that fat bird in in Asda in Asda uh, petrol station you know
0: yeah exactly
1: kind of cool very cool
0: well I think uh, we've kind of done a thing mate and I I really need a wee so I'm probably going to have to go anyway I've got an old man bladder I've drunk a brew this morning so that's gone straight through me
1: you know, maybe we should just put a catheter in you and just let you I'd let do it roll that myself. Out I get
0: older, one, I
1: can do that myself. It'd be <laughs> shame. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay,
0: dude. Uh, thanks, mate. Thanks for your time. It's really good to speak to you again. Good to see Sorry, you. Sorry, man. <coughs> I'm going to get down. Um, we'll I'll get down. down next month at some point for this
1: um, Murph. Yes. How's your Murph training going before we go? Yeah, uh, yeah, be all right. Uh, so we announce <laughs> it, hopefully. <laughs> Well, I've been I've been training every day for the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. I'm back in it. We do we do boot camp now. I'll be this quick because I know you need a pee. Okay. And uh, obviously the gym's open next week. So I've been training every day. Uh well, five days a week. Uh I'll get a couple of days off. And then hopefully we're gonna announce the murder next week. So
0: I'll right, mate. I'll let okay. you go. Look no, after yourself cheers guys. All See the best. You Bye-bye.